Hello and welcome to the Beyond the Kitchen Table podcast, a podcast for entrepreneurs and small business owners that want a successful business. My name's Marie and I'm a website designer based in the UK. And each week I will bring you simple and actionable tips to help with your website, your marketing and just running a small business. So let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode number 118 of the Beyond the Kitchen Table podcast. And this week, I'm talking about choosing a professional photographer for your website images. And if you're a long-time listener to the podcast, you'll know I'm a fan of getting professional photos taken of you for your website. I seriously think it's one of the best investments you can make in your business. And this applies to both service-based and product-based businesses. And that's because the images on your website are the very first thing people see when they land on your website. And you want them to have a good first impression. Of course you do. And I've seen firsthand the difference professional photos can make. It's amazing. Although I will admit I've had one or two clients where they've taken good photos themselves. But this is rare. Getting a professional photographer to take photos is expensive. I get that it's a big investment in your business. And therefore you want to make sure you've chosen the right photographer. Because... Not all photographers are the same, and nor do they all charge the same. And as somebody who builds websites for clients, I also want to ensure you choose somebody good, because they make a difference to me too. I want to produce the best website I can for your business, and the photos that go into that make a big difference. And I want to do this because I know that a website's a big investment for you too. So what should you look for? Well, the first thing is whether they do branding photography. There are lots of different types of photographers. You get portrait photographers, you get wedding photographers, you get family photographers, you get product photographers, etc. And that's because not all professional photography is the same. When it comes to photos for your website, you're trying to show what it would be like to work with you. That's if you offer a service. Product businesses are slightly different. What would it like to be a client? This isn't about you, okay? It's not about showing you at your most beautiful. Nobody, apart from probably you, cares about whether you weigh a stone or two more than you would like, whether your left eye is smaller than your right, or any other physical imperfections you might think you have. You know nobody else notices them anyway. We are all physically imperfect. No, potential clients want to see that you don't have two heads, and that you look like somebody they could work with to get the results they want. Because that's ultimately what they care about, the results you can help them get. They don't care what you look like. So what you don't want is lots of photos of your face, even if it is lovely. (laughs) I'm sure it is. A couple of headshots is more than enough for your website. We want to see you at work. Okay, it might be pose. But as well as headshots, you need images of you in action. Ideally, some of those images should include a client, even if that's a family member or a friend who's been roped in to help. You want images of you off duty, and you also want some images of the props you use. So not all images will have your face in. Some might be over your shoulder. Some might just be of your hands, especially if you use your hands for work. And I think we all do, but obviously people like massage therapists, artists, or even us web designers, we use our hands. And some photos might just not have you in at all. 
and you're telling the story of what it would be like to work with you. And therefore, you want somebody who understands this. That's why I encourage clients to use a branding photographer. Not a portrait photographer, landscape photographer, family photographer or wedding photographer. Although I must admit, wedding photography these days has become much more about the story of the wedding and not just photographs of the people who were actually at the wedding. I think those days of having sort of long lineups of different bits of the family are are over, thankfully. (laughs) I've had several clients send me beautiful photos of them, but it's just of them. Just of their face and or their whole body in different poses. And we need more than that. We need a wider range of photos. And the other issue with this is that us web designers like to put text over images and or use images across the screen. And this can be tricky if the photo is just of your face. We really want some space to the side that we can put text over. So we want some images where you're not in the middle. And otherwise it really limits what we can do. Now, obviously we work with whatever we get at the end of the day. That's part of our job, but it does help and it gives us much more flexibility if we've got a range of different images to work with. And it is heartbreaking because a client might have found a really good photographer But if they're a portrait photographer, family photographer or wedding photographer, they know how to make somebody look good, how to pose them, but they don't give us the variety of images that really make your website convert. So please choose a photographer that understands how images are going to be used on a website and who knows they need to tell the story of working with you. If you really want to use another professional or a student or indeed a family friend, and please, please brief them on the kind of images you need. And there are lots of branding photographers around, so you don't need to worry. Ask for recommendations, find them at networking events, or Google even to find them. And actually, I've got a couple of recommendations, a couple of clients who've taken photos of me for my own website, and I'm going to tell you who they are at the end. The second tip is to find somebody whose other images you like. So once you've got a few branding photographers, take a look at their portfolio. Hopefully they've got a website which showcases what they have done. You might not like everything they've done, but make sure you like their overall look and feel. Would you be happy with images like those? And a photographer's skill isn't just in the taking of photos, but in the editing too. And in fact, my understanding is that most photographers spend more time editing than they do taking the photos. And there's a few things to look out for. You need to look at whether they really do do branding photos or just headshots, as I've just talked about. Whether their images reflect your style. Whether they photograph businesses like yours, or for example, do they mainly photograph large corporates with quite formal images. Whether their images look good, whether they're in focus and edited so the images aren't grey or overexposed. That means very, very white. And talking of editing, Look at whether they edit out ugly things or leave them in. By that, I mean things like litter, signs taped on walls, plug points and trailing wires. And certainly the photographers that I have been using on my website do that. The third tip is to find somebody you feel comfortable with. And I want to tell you a story of one of my clients. So one of my clients recently had a photo shoot to update the images on their website. Now, they should have asked me who I would recommend, (laughs) but instead they used Google. Nothing wrong with that. They chose the first person at the top of the list, a guy who I'm going to call Dave. I've no idea what his first name is. I'm seriously hoping it isn't Dave. 
most Daves I know were fine. <laughs> Nothing against people called Dave. So Dave's work looked fine, and his pricing was within their budget, so they booked him. He turned up as arranged, all good so far. The first red flag was when they made him a coffee, and they had a bit of a chat, and they asked him why he'd become a photographer. And he said he'd seen page three girls growing up, presumably in newspapers rather than in real life. Seriously, that's what he said to two women. And he thought being a photographer would be an amazing career because he would get to photograph people like the page three girls. To be honest, I think at that point I would have shown him the door. But anyway, they started. He asked them to pose. And while he was taking photos, he kept saying, work it, girls, work it. So my client's partnership of two women, they're stunning ladies. I'm guessing they're in their 40s or 50s. Work it, girls, is not the phrase I would use to make them feel comfortable and get the best photos. They told me they grimaced their way through the photo shoot and couldn't wait to get them out of the door. Needless to say, the images they got back are not the best. I haven't even seen them. They told me they just binned them. Technically, they may have been good, but they felt so uncomfortable. And that came through in the photos. And it just didn't give off the message that these women wanted to give that they're friendly and professional and you can trust them to do a great job. I had Nadia Laval, a Seven Oaks photographer, on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. and She did say that most people would rather go to the dentist than have their photograph taken. But in my eyes, a photo shoot for your business should be fun. It's your chance to be a model for an hour or two. Okay, you might think I'm taking it a bit far because you hate getting your photo taken. You might not like how you look now. Very few women do. But as I said before, it's not about what you look like. It's about showing that journey. It's about showing potential clients what it's like to work with. And it's about how you make people feel, how you make your clients feel. You might want to come across as warm and friendly, or you might want to come across as kick-ass. You might want people to think of you as a professional and a safe pair of hands, or you might want them to think of you as a maverick who does things differently. Whichever, the images need to show that. And there's a reason that shot of someone clutching the cup of coffee is everywhere. It signifies that you're the kind of person they would want to sit and have a cup of coffee with. And to get those kind of images, you need to feel comfortable with the person who is taking your photo. You need to be able to trust that they will do a good job, not make you feel like a sleazy model. Tip number four is the pre-photo session briefing. Any photographer who cares about your images will offer a pre-photo briefing session. This is a chance to get to know them and get comfortable with them and for them to get to know you and to get to know your business. And what kind of things should you talk about in that? Well, you should talk about the kind of images that you want. It's really useful to have a shot list. So that's a list of the kind of photos that you want. So you might want, for example, a couple that you're off duty. You might think, that I don't know, you're walking your dog or you might have a couple at your desk. You might decide you want one on your phone. You want some from far away with some white space around. Various different things that you want. That's a shot list. And also the style of images that you want. Many photographers, certainly that I know, they will collaborate on Pinterest so they can see the kind of images that you want. You also talk about how you're going to use the images. And if you're going to use them on your website, then tell them who is building your website and encourage them to get in touch with your web designer too. 
Certainly, I work with quite a number of local photographers and I'm always very happy to chat to them before they have their photo shoot about the images that I might be looking for and how I might be going to use them. We'd also talk about where you're going to take the photos and whether it's just one location or whether there might be more than one, what you might wear and indeed how many outfit changes and any props you might have. And finally, if you're taking photos outside, what happens if the British weather is, well, unkind on the day, let's say. Please listen to your photographer too. If you're using an experienced brand photographer, they will have ideas and I'm sure they'll be willing to share them with you. And a well-prepared photo shoot will be much more successful than if somebody just rocks up on the day with their camera and starts shooting randomly. And that does happen. And in fact, the very first photo shoot I had, that's exactly what happened. The photos are fine, but they would have been so much better if we'd actually thought about what kind of images we were going to take beforehand. And I talked about how to prepare for a brand photo shoot way back in episode six. I know that was a long time ago, but it's just as relevant now. Okay, and the final point is budget. I've left budget to last and maybe it should come further up the list because, of course, budget is important. You need to have somebody who is within your budget. But the reason I don't have it higher up is because it's important that price is not the only factor. You need somebody who knows what they're doing, who takes images you like, who you feel comfortable with and who has that pre-photo shoot consultation and who is within your budget. Professional photo shoot isn't cheap, I know, but it is a worthwhile investment. And the cost of a good photo shoot does depend upon where you are in the country. I'm sorry, but it is much more expensive in London and the southeast than it is in the north. If you're struggling to afford the photographer that you want, think about whether there's anything else you can cut back on your business. Because as I say, I think it's a really good investment in your business. But you can also look at whether they've got smaller packages. So a two to three hour shoot with 40 photos gives loads of images to choose from. And that's the ideal. But a 45 minute shoot with six really good images is definitely better than nothing. And that might be more affordable. You can then use stock images and maybe some taken by you or a friend elsewhere on the website so that you've got the complete set of images that you need. So they are my five points. And just to wrap up, is going to say that choosing a professional photographer for your website images involves a bit more than just finding somebody whose images you like and is within your budget. Remember Dave. <laughs> to get the best photos for your website, there are other things you need to take into consideration. I know, sorry. But professional photography is a significant investment in your business. And I want to make sure you get the best possible return. I want to make sure you get the best possible photos for your website. And remember, you can repurpose them and use them in social media too. So choose somebody who is an experienced brand photographer, who understands the type of images you need. And that is critical. Make sure you like the images they take. Look at their portfolio and make sure the quality of images is good and is similar to what you want. And crucially, you want to make sure you're working with somebody you feel comfortable with so they get you at your best. Have a pre-shoot briefing session so you're both on the same page to make the most of the shoot time. And finally, of course, make sure they're within your budget or look to reduce the shoot time and the number of photos you get if they're more than you're able to pay. And I know that sounds like a lot, 
But I just want to end by saying there are lots of good branding photographers out there, so you do not need to compromise. And I've got two clients who are branding photographers that I want to shout out. So first of all, Jade Tinkler Photography is based in Kent. She's just outside Tunbridge Wells. And Mary Barella is in Durham in the northeast. Both have taken photos of me that are on my website. Both are lovely to work with and they're experienced brand photographers. Although, like many other photographers, they do other kinds of photos as well. They both take good quality images and include a pre-shoot briefing. And I think they're both good value. I'll pop the links to their website in the show notes. That's it for this week. I hope you have a great week and I will see you all next week. Thank you for listening to the Beyond the Kitchen Table podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please do follow or subscribe to be informed of new episodes. And don't forget to share with a friend. Thank you so much.